Hello and welcome to the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm your host, Adam Castor. Here as always my co-host at Birdsaw. Mr. Birdsaw, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving, Adam. Happy Thanksgiving. It's uh, almost here. It's almost here. Almost here. I was thinking we'd do a quick exercise before we get before we get into uh into the games. Have a little have a little fun this, this very festive season. One quick <clears throat> question makes a return. No, 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 no. No, absolutely absolutely not. Absolutely not. We do a we do a draft of Thanksgiving food items. <laughs> okay. And just very quick. We can't spend t- we can't spend 50 minutes on this. Yeah. But I'll I'll give I'll give you first pick. I'll give you first pick here. Okay. Ooh, man. It's interesting because Thanksgiving food-wise is mm, okay. Probably the turkey, but specific turkey, specific kind. No, you, you have to, you have to take the whole turkey. You cannot okay. micro. You get micro. You cannot microanalyze this. Fine. This is not a microanalyzing activity. Okay, I'll take the turkey. Stuffing. I will say stuffing's very good. Stuffing. And then, and then my next, my next article, uh, beer, beer of any kind. Ooh, okay. Then I will take one. I'll counterpick with wine. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you one percenters <laughs> drink wine. Man of the people, big time cursor. I'll drink beer. Next, your pick. Yeah, you're up. Um, and then after that, mashed potatoes. Ooh, ooh. Okay. Damn, it's a good pick. That's a, that's a very good pick. Um, all right, so then I'll go with, I'll go with the, uh, with the, with the cooked carrots. Cooked carrots. Um, and then and I'll then go, I'll, oh. No, I go, I go steak. Yeah, it's a snake draft, of course. Uh, then I'll go, I'll go with apple pie. Ooh. Um, I'll go with green beans, green, the like green bean casserole, and then... With my next pick, it's hard because I'm not really like a pie person. I love but, me some pie, but probably just for the for the culture, I'll pick uh, pumpkin pie. Yeah, okay, I like it. I like it. All right, we can get into the game now. That just that'd be that'd be a fun a fun okay. little uh, little exercise. <clears throat> what's what's your favorite kind of way to make a turkey? Uh, in the oven. Ah, I always think it's dry when you when it comes out of the oven. I, I see. I don't like turkey. Ah, I don't like turkey. We. I, I, I think it's just very bland and and like I'll have it on Thanksgiving. I'll have it on Thanksgiving. I see all the Thanksgiving savants be like, you don't like turkey? Oh, oh, oh my god! No, I like. I, I, I will have it on Thanksgiving, but I just don't have it. Any other time of the year. Yeah. Like I, I can tell you the last time I had turkey. The last time I had turkey was last Thanksgiving. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that, like, turkey sandwiches are okay. Turkey with other stuff around it is good. But Not for me. We had, like, a, a thing at work last week, and they had a smoked turkey. And it was Ooh. really good. Ooh, have you, have you ever had uh, turducken? I've never had turducken. Turducken is awesome. <laughs> the duck is awesome. The duck really brings brings out the uh, really brings out the flavor. All right, fuck, I'm getting hungry now. This is not good. Yeah, no, this is all. This is not good. I haven't even had breakfast yet. But 
I did have breakfast and I'm getting hungry. That's not good. <laughs> we have uh, a full slate of games to go through. And we have three on Thursday, one on Friday, and then the rest, well, all but one after that are on Sunday. And then Bears-Vikings on Monday. Great matchup. Get your, get your mailbag questions in. Yes. 12, o'clock, 12 o'clock tomorrow, we're going to the mailbag. All right, let's start with the first game, Green Bay at Detroit. Um, a game that, I don't know, I feel like we thought was going to be more interesting heading into the season, but uh, maybe not as much. Um, for Green Bay, who are you starting in this game? It's, it's a tough matchup for them. I think you can give Jordan Love a serious look to, poten- to potentially stream him. Uh, if you have maybe concerns about uh, Trevor Lawrence, even though he had a great bounce back week in in week 11, uh, maybe you're concerned about Sam Howell against a very good Dallas defense. Uh, maybe you're concerned Matthew Stafford if he doesn't have Cooper Cup. If you have any of those concerns, you could probably roll with with Jordan Love uh, against against the Detroit the Detroit Lions, and he's played them once already the season and recorded a top 12 finish in four point per passing touchdown leagues. He's made steady progress over the course of the season. Again, it hasn't been, you know, super pretty by any means. But Jordan Love, for as much flack as he takes for being a legit NFL quarterback, and yeah, there's still questions as to whether or not he's a legit NFL quarterback. The guy's finished as a top 12 quarterback in six games this year. So he's been very consistent. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he hasn't reached that super high ceiling uh pretty much since he started he started the year on a 20 point heater for the first three weeks it's been it's been pretty average the rest of the way but you know what average that gets you top 12 i, I think that's fine I, I think i really think that's fine he's my qb was he my qb 17 this week yeah he's my qb 17 but i would definitely give him some serious some serious consideration if you are going to be going and starting uh Streaming quarterback, uh, Jordan Love, could definitely uh, be your guy. Now we have to worry about, you know, what's going on with Aaron Jones. Is Aaron Jones going to play? Uh, I haven't heard anything about Aaron Jones as of yet. Um, My guess and my hunch, based on um, other people that I've talked to and and, and nobody on on an official capacity, but... From what I've heard is that there is a it's a long shot that Aaron Jones plays on Thursday, and if that's the case, then you might have to fire up AJ Dillon, even though you may not want to, because we've seen AJ Dillon have this role before by himself, be very, very, very stinky, but it's against the Lions it's on Thanksgiving. You may not have a better option than that for. A guaranteed 15, well, 15 touches. These aren't your your dad's or your grandpa's lions. They're not, you know, they're not doormats like they have been in the pa- in past years. No, they're not. They're not doormats. But the bottom line is, where are you going to find a running back that's been on your bench for most of the season that now is walking into fifteen to twenty touches? That guy doesn't exist, and if he does exist, he's on your waiver wire, and his name is Zach Charbonnet. <laughs> so, if if you're in a conundrum, I hope I hope there are AJ Dillon questions on the on the mailbag tomorrow, 
because I, I'm sure there will be, because that that's going to be very a very interesting ish debate on you know who who are people actively considering starting AJ Dillon over or who are who or who are people starting over AJ Dillon? I think that'll be uh, that'll be a very interesting question. Uh, the Packers did also sign James Robinson to their practice squad on oh. Monday. Jets legend because AJ Dillon is also questionable and he's dealing with something as well yeah yeah all all the uh all the packers are are banged up but i believe it was an estimation they didn't actually run it right. uh, and i believe it was a groin if i remember the injury report correctly yes um and then the receivers honestly i don't want to start any one of them but like i said on monday if i had to start one it would still be romeo dobbs but Jaden reed is definitely very interesting christian watson i i've, I've just kind of lost the allure with him like I just feel like he's, he's, uh, he's just meh. Yeah, I mean, it just it what works with Aaron Rodgers might not work with Jordan Love. They're different quarterbacks, different styles of play, and so we were probably like, you know, I mean, listen, it's midway through the season. You can't dissect this now, but you know, it's just. We we're kind of basing our hype off of Aaron Rodgers. We didn't know. We thought that Jordan Love was kind of going to give him the same amount of volume and targets, but it just didn't really work that way. And Christian Watson hasn't really helped himself being injured and all that. I just think he's mid. Yeah, I just think he's really, really mid. He is pretty mid. He's just okay. Right. He's just. He's just okay. And I don't know. I just, I just I just feel like for for people for people that are out there, you could do a whole hell of a lot better than just okay. Like I see I see it with Jaden Reed. I see it with Romeo Dobbs. I don't see what I saw last year from Christian Watson. It could be that he's just banged up. Uh, it could be that he just has nothing with Jordan Love. I, I I don't know. But who was it? Oh. The, the Colts were getting ready to trade Jonathan Taylor to the Packers. But the Packers didn't want to trade Christian Watson. Oh, man. That, that was the holdup. That was the holdup. That's an all-time bag fumble. It might be. It might be. <laughs> that's That's the word that I've been told, was that the deal was basically worked out under the conditions that the Packers would trade. Christian Watson for and more and more. It wasn't a straight one for one, but the deal was Christian Watson for for Jonathan Taylor. Oh man! And the Packers said no. Yeah, well, I'm sure they would take that trade now. Who wouldn't? I'm sure they would. But yeah, it's just it's weird because Christian Watson, like last year, he had this. Huge big play upside. He scored a ton with the Packers, but it just really hasn't, you know, that big play explosiveness hasn't been there this season for Watson. No, nah, it's been tough. It it's definitely been tough this year for for Christian Watson. Um, are you starting Musgrave? Luke Musgrave? Um I know he's banged up too. I have him my tight my tight end twelve. Um, I think he'll play though. 
I, I didn't hear anything that suggested to me that Luke Musgrave wasn't going to play. Hell, I'll be complete, I'll completely up front. I don't even know what the injury is. I just saw him listed, and and that was it. But I, he didn't leave the game on Sunday or anything like that. I could probably tell you. It was the other tight end I know that that I think left. It was, it was Tucker Craft that left. But yeah, I think I think you you could definitely consider uh, giving giving Musgrave uh, a look. Uh, it was an abdominal injury. That there you go, there you go. Yeah, I I, I think Musgrave will be playing. Yeah, he was a non Mon- monitor, a monitor non- injury reports. Non participant in practice that didn't yeah. happen. It's an yeah. estimate. Yeah, monitor yeah. monitor injury injury reports. Uh, but I definitely would at least consider giving Musgrave uh, a little bit of a look. But Lions have been very good against tight ends recently. Granted, the tight ends that they faced have been Michael Mayer. Gerald Everett slash Donald Parham and Colcomet. The last good tight end that they faced, they gave up two touchdowns in week seven to Mark Andrews. Oh. But if you want if you want to put Musgrave above that Comet, Parham, Everett category, then I think you can give Musgrave Musgrave a look. And and I mean let's face it too, Jordan Love also definitely gives him uh a good amount of targets most weeks, but He's a, he's a candidate where if he doesn't score, then you're uh, you're definitely sucking wind a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, moving on to the Detroit Lions. You're who are you? I mean, you're starting Jared Goff in yep. this game. You're yep. starting Gibbs and Montgomery. It feels yep. like. Yeah, Gibbs for the first time this year. I think I have Gibbs ahead of. No, I had Gibbs ahead of Montgomery last week. I'm lying, uh, but Gibbs is a top six running back for me. I have Gibbs at six, and I have Montgomery at 15. Both very solid plays. And you're starting Amon Ra. My wide receiver won this week. I'm you're pretty starting... sure. Yep. Yep. My wide receiver won. Amon Ra St. Brown. Wow. And you're starting, and that's with a full slate of games also. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. Yeah, Tyree kills at two. And then uh, you're starting Sam Laporta. Neck me, Sam Laporta. Yeah, you're starting him. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else that I missed? Uh no. No, I think you nailed everybody. Keep keep monitoring Jameson Williams. No, he scored last week. I'm not ready to put my blind faith into him yet, but keep monitoring. Okay. I was gonna be like I was I don't want to mention it because I knew you were like, oh no, why did you start Jameson Williams? But Big time draft bus, Jameson Williams, according to not somebody. a bust yet, <laughs> not a bust yet. No, I'm just whatever. Um, okay, next game, four thirty on Thursday. Commanders Cowboys in the Star or in the Cowboys Stadium, whatever they whatever whatever the hell they call it. The Star is the practice facility, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, AT and T, AT and T Stadium. AT&T Stadium. Um, yeah. So, fun stuff. It's a, a yearly tradition. I feel like Washington always plays Dallas on Thanksgiving. No, Dallas always plays an NFC, an NFC East opponent on Thanksgiving. That's okay. Well, they I like never, halftime in that game. They never like play the Eagles, I feel like, on Thanksgiving. No, because they want to save that ratings boom for a regular Sunday night. Yeah. 
Um, so you talked a little bit about Sam Howell. Really tough matchup for him going into Dallas. Um, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Yes, Bird? I'm sorry. I just found out who's doing halftime of the Cowboys-Washington game. Oh, God. Who is it? I could give you a hundred guesses. You wouldn't get who it is. Is it a country music artist? It is. Oh. Is it Blake Shelton? Nope. Taylor Swift? Nope. Taylor Swift is not country. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. She ain't country. Ooh. Um. Oh, God. That's all I got. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton? Yep. But why? <laughs> because they want to keep all the 50, 60-year-old mobs engaged. I didn't know she was still recording, doing music. She is. Apparently. Dolly Parton. I think the real answer that you're looking for is I'm shocked that she's alive. Well, I, I don't want to say that. Well, you could you could say that. I, I completely forgot Dolly Parton existed. It was like that time I was listening to the mailbag and you talked about Joan Rivers like she was still alive. You and Jay. Yeah, I forgot I forgot she died. <laughs> I forgot. I was like, you guys aren't gonna mention that she that she died like a couple like a couple years ago? I forgot. What do you want me to do? Yeah. I don't remember what I have for lunch most days. I'm supposed to remember who's dead and who's alive. Listen, all I know is that I'm still breathing for now. That's a fair point. Nobody's come nobody's come to clip me. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure you're you're thrilled about the uh, Dolly Parton halftime Terrible. Show. Terrible. Make it Kenny Chesney. <laughs> so talking about the game, Sam Howell, like I said, tough matchup for him. I don't yeah. I mean, you kind of sold me a little bit on him. It's going to be, you have to kind of temper expectations. He already kind of slipped a little bit against the Giants. So, I don't know. I'm not crazy about Sam Howell. I hope he proves me wrong because he's a good prospect. He's a good quarterback. But I just don't know at this point. I like Sam Howell a lot this week. Really? I like him a lot. Yeah. I like him a lot. The, the stars come out and they play 425 on Thanksgiving. We've I've seen this a thousand times as a Cowboys fan. Just, I need everyone to shut the fuck up and listen to me. As a Cowboys fan, we own Thanksgiving. It is a Cowboys-based holiday. Well, you co-opted Thanksgiving from the from Detroit. Shut the hell up. Who cares about <laughs> Detroit? You know, you know what people are doing at 12 o'clock when the Detroit Lions are on? They're showering. They're getting uh, ready. That's the warm-up. No one gives a shit about that, the Detroit Lions. People are on the couch in front of the television at the start of the Cowboys game. That's when everybody is watching. They are watching the Cowboys. The stars come out against the Cowboys. The real big-time players come out against the Cowboys. And conversely, the Cowboys stars come out and they play. And they play big on Thanksgiving. With that being said, I think Sam Howell is legit. I think Sam Howell is really, really good. I can't discount him. It was a tough game against the Giants. Uh, the Giants have to have Washington's number. I mean, let's let's just put it out there. I mean, yeah, they see they see the star on the side of the helmet and that stupid bird, and they're like, oh no, we're not giant. We're we're midgets. We're midgets right now. 
but then they see the W and they're like, oh, we're we're giants. We're Andre the Giant. Oh. So, yeah, you could start. You, I, I would be starting Sam Howell. He's just outside QB1 uh, range for me. He's been QB13 this week. I, I, I like him a lot. All right. That's an interesting rationale, but I can get behind it. Deron Bland, by the way, defensive player of the year. I'm starting that campaign. Okay. Look at his numbers and then compare it to Stefan Gilmore in 2019 when he won defensive player of the year. They're better. <laughs> okay. He also has more touchdowns than the New York Jets receiving core and the Atlanta Falcons receiving core. Thanks. You're welcome. What about Brian Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. I would start many men. I like him. Many men? Yeah. Many men. Okay. Many men. Many, 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 many men. Yeah, I don't get that one. It's, uh, people people do, trust me. People, <laughs> oh, people okay, do. people do. People do, yep. I'm man, man the people, man the people, for, yes. provide, providing supplemental messages. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, what about the receivers? I mean, it's Terry McLaurin and, like, jo- well, the stars come out on Thanksgiving. So, Jahan it, Dotson. I'm playing... I'm just John, John Dotson's a star. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Adam, you're supposed to be quiet. You, you're not supposed to be galvanizing the Jahan Dotson base. <laughs> you're not supposed to, don't, don't do this. Don't do this, please. <laughs> McLaurin, you're playing. McLaurin, you're playing. Dotson. See, I can't advise it. I, I really can't because you have a full slate of receivers this week. Like I, I would rather start Amari Cooper with DTR than I would than I would rather start Jahan Dotson personally. Like I'd rather start I'd rather start Chris Godwin, though it's been stinky. Hell, if if you're telling me Gino's playing, I, I would rather start Tyler Lockett. Like, all right, there you go. If you if you could tell me, like, and I know this is this is uh, going to be tough because one's Thursday, one Sunday, but if Michael Thomas is not playing, I would kind of consider Rashid Shahid over Jahan Dotson. We'll get we'll get there in a minute. I want I don't want to spoil too much, but I would I would definitely consider. It. Okay, interesting. Yeah, Jahan Dotson's whatever. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thank you. And and yeah, I would start Logan Thomas. Tommy okay. Tremble was able to score was able to score against Dallas last week. Uh, Dallas stinks, gets a tight end position. They are obviously now down late in Van Der Esch. Uh, they act. They signed uh, Rashawn Evans to their to the active roster. They still stink against tight ends. I would I would start Logan Thomas. All right. Um, and then for Dallas, Dallas. You started, Dallas. You're basically starting everybody. Yeah, you're starting Dak. You're starting Pollard. Hopefully Pollard's turned over a new leaf and they have a big and have a nice end of season. Uh, you're starting CD's nuts. Uh, you're starting. I would actually consider starting Cooks here. I, I think this is a good opportunity for Brent for Brandon Cooks at home, where this Cowboys offense just seems to hum every single week. Yeah, you you could start Brandon Cooks comfortably. I'm not starting Michael Gallup. Uh, and then yeah, I'm starting my my man ASAP Ferg. All right, sounds good. And then the last game on Thursday. Is the Niners and the Seahawks. I can make this very, very easy for the 49ers. You ready for this? Yeah. You're starting every single person on the 49ers. Okay. That is, that does there's, make there's, there's easy. No, there's no debate. And another question that's going to be asked now is, well, how come you're not talking about Debo? Because Debo is going to be fine. There are just weeks where it's going to be Debo, and there's weeks where it's going to be Ayuk. 
Last week, it was Ayuk with Kittle and with McCaffrey, who is probably going to be their weeks. It's going to be McCaffrey's week every single week. And then you're going to have weeks where Kittle's involved uh, as well. But there, there are no concerns with Debo. You start Debo. He's a top 24 play for me this week. Start him. Yeah, I think that... Start your Niners. Start your, they, they are one of the best teams in football for a reason. Don't overthink it. It's stupidity. It's absolute stupidity if you are questioning starting Debo. Now, if you if you have better options, like if you have, I don't know, if you have just trying to think of more like realistic options you can be debating, like Thielen, Nakua, Tank Dell, if you have any of those guys, then yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. But I highly doubt that you are having or you're going to have a better option than Debo, where you kind of took him, if that makes sense. Or Christian Kirk. If you're Christian Kirk, then yeah, I, I would play him over over Debo. You know, my guy, Christian Kirk, great guy. Well, at this point, draft position is kind of like, it's whatever. But, like, draft pedigree for Well, for this, all, this all comes down to something that I said a, a long time ago, and that is make your depth charts. Make your depth charts for, for all of your teams. And that's how you set your lineups every week. Yeah, you don't play matchups. You just, you just look at your depth chart and say, "Oh, okay, I have Herbert as my QB one, and I have Howell as my QB two. Oh, okay, matchup be damned. I'm playing Herbert." Done. Yeah, and then you make changes as as the as the year goes along, but you can't you can't be flipping uh, flipping and flopping every every single week. Yeah, and you know it's you can't chase points like that. Like it's no. just not going to be successful. No, that's the point. Yeah, that's yeah. the point. You cannot be chasing. Um, cool. So on the Seattle side, it's going to be uh, tough. We have some breaking news. We have some breaking news on the uh, on the podcast. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to all of our Steelers fans. The Pittsburgh Steelers have fired offensive coordinator Matt Canada. Oh, jeez. There are Steelers fans right now that are that the city of Pittsburgh might burn down tonight. <laughs> That's well. I can't we'll, say we'll get, we'll get to the Steelers. Yeah, I can't say it's undeserved. No, because... it's not undeserved. <laughs> not undeserved. That dude stinks. Yeah, it's uh, it's not great. But for for the Seahawks, still have to see with basically everybody as far as uh, you know, Geno Smith and I mean Kenneth Walker is probably going to be out for this one. Yeah, Kenneth Walker's looking doubtful, but Geno looks like a true questionable. I'm shocked. Uh, I'm shocked. Yeah. That's going to make things tough. It's going to put people in in a hard place. I see. I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. I, I I just think if you if you know that you're not going to be really near any sort of uh, devices, and you're worried about you know what am I going to do with my Seahawks? Just don't play. Whether Geno plays or not, just don't play. Yeah. But if if you're if you're having this debate. You could afford to wait. And if Geno plays, then the likes of DK, Lockett become more appealing. Jackson Smith and Jigba, they become more appealing. But if he doesn't play, then yeah, they definitely become less appealing. And it adds more appeal to Zach Charbonnet, who, by, who, by the way, put this out there because this will be coming out on Tuesday. Uh, Zach Charbonnet needs to be the number one waiver ad for literally everybody. 50, 50% of your fab, drop, drop it on Zach Charbonnet. Yeah, it's... I, you know, I'm interested to see what the ownership is. 
percentage for Charbonnet. For Charbonnet? Yeah. Because I, I would like... imagine it's I would imagine it's probably sitting at somewhere around 30, 30, 40 percent just because people probably have him coupled with Kenneth Walker. It is thirty two point four percent in ESPN oh my leagues. God. I, I mean, I, I just know my craft. <laughs> Damn, I mean, just like oh, I'm fucking good at this. Yeah. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough tough sledding as we talked about yesterday, where his schedule sucks. Yeah, his schedule is tough. Yeah, his schedule is definitely tough. Which is where like obviously I don't want to see I don't want to see my life without Kenneth Walker because that guy is just amazing. But if there was a stretch where I'm kind of okay with him missing some time, uh, San Francisco two of the next three weeks sandwiched by Dallas, uh, yeah, I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, that uh, that that should be interesting. I know the, the the one place where I have Kenneth Walker, I have my I have other options. I have Derrick Henry, I have DeAndre Swift, I have Joe Mixon, Ayuk, Puka, Mostert. I, I'm I'm covered. I I feel, I feel like I'm covered at least. Yeah, it's a real bevy of riches you got over there. Thank God for Superflex. Ah, that explains it. Thank God for Superflex. That definitely explains it. Um. And then the receivers, it just all kind of depends on if Gino plays. Yeah, yeah, definitely contingent on if Gino plays. If it's Drew Lock, I'm not playing a Seahawk, a Seahawks receiver. But no offense. Well, oh my God, no offense <laughs> to the moon, <laughs> to the moon. If it's if it's Drew Lock, but yeah, if it's if it's if it is Drew Lock, no, I I can't I can't stomach it. Enjoy, there, enjoy your Thursday evenings without having to play a Seattle Seahawks. I wonder if there was like a package deal with Drew Locke and Noah Fant when they got traded to Seattle. Probably a blood oath of, of some sort in the in the Russell Wilson trade, where they're like, "Listen, he's not good without this tight without his tight end." I'm probably, with him. probably a blood oath. Yeah, probably. Um. Okay, and then Black Friday. Black Friday takes on a whole new meeting because it's the Jets. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time for the boiler to boil. At MetLife, too? Oh, boy. Oh, he's going to get it. I am not excited. I'm excited as a neutral. This is going to be fun. Zach is the third string quarterback. Yeah. Well, he's got plenty of time to. uh... Never mind. Never mind. Listen. Never mind. Never don't mind. do that. Don't be like that. Nope. Nope. Never mind. Never mind. No. Uh, you're starting your Dolphins. You're don't starting your Dolphins. Uh, I just I have concerns whether or not uh, Devon Chan is going to play just because of the short week. Yeah. Well, they, it, it, I think it's entirely possible that, that Chan misses misses a week. And even then, even then, you know, there, there are questions that I have as to whether or not I would, act, I would legitimately start uh, Mostert or even a Chan against, against the Jets. Say, yeah. say what you want. Say what you want about the Jets as a whole. That defense is legit. It's the and offense that sucks. It, yeah. What what the Jets offense is is doing with that to that Jets defense that should be that's a Super Bowl that's a Super Bowl caliber defense and that offense that they have is pop Warner level. Yeah, they're basically the seventies Falcons. Yeah. At this at this point. Uh yeah, yeah. I think the uh, I, I think the Walt Women Wildcats. Up the cats. 
proud alum here, uh, have a better offense than than the New York Jets do. Yeah, I'm pre- I could confidently say that the Paul D. Schreiber High School Vikings also have a have are have an on par offense. Yeah, yeah, it's probably a much better offensive coordinator. Yeah, I don't even know who it is, but probably yes. I don't know who it is either, but I can tell you he's probably better than than uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, he is. Uh, never has a last name been more fitting. Of a, well, of a pl- of well, a the good the, for the, his the, job. the good news the good news is now that Matt Canada is gone, um, we can now focus on the Jets fans and their overall hatred for Nathaniel Hackett. God, he sucks. Well, guess who's not going to go anywhere because his best buddy is Aaron Rodgers. That man's got job security up the end. Yeah, well, the offensive line's also terrible. So, true. You know, at least, true. at least there's Very that. Because Mackay yeah. Becton is going to be out probably for this game and longer, more than likely. So, more than likely. But you're playing. You're playing your Dolphins. You're playing. You're playing Tua. You're playing Mostert. Uh, you, I guess, you have to play uh, HM if if he goes. Uh, then you're obviously playing Tyreek, and I, I, I guess you're playing Waddle. But I like, he stinks. He just stinks. Yeah. He just absolutely stinks. Never again. I, 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 never again. <laughs> I'm wondering. Oh, I'm wondering. Fuck that. Trash. <laughs> well, he's a number two receiver in this offense. I, I'm moving Debo ahead of ahead of Waddle. So maybe, maybe my crusade now is going to be against Jalen Waddle. Maybe Debo Samuel gets a break. Tyree Kill has a gravitational pull of targets, and they just don't go the Jalen Waddle as much. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does because they want to get Tyree Kill to be the two thousand yard receiver. Yeah, he already has twelve hundred. Yeah, he's well yards, on his way, which is crazy. He's well on his way. Um, cool. Anything else? Uh, Jets. The only two guys you're starting are Brees and Garrett Wilson. Huh? Yeah, and honestly, Garrett, Garrett's been, ugh. Garrett Garrett hasn't been great. The last couple I think weeks. I still have Garrett in my top twenty four. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, he's twenty two. He's, he's been pressing. That's a, that's a, that's the problem. Is that Garrett's been pressing a lot? Yeah, well, I think Tim Boyle's and gonna is gonna realize to make mistakes. I think Tim Boyle's gonna also realize and understand that he's gonna have to get Garrett Wilson more involved. Yeah, I would think. I would think. I would hope. Yeah. And if not him, then Trevor Simeon. Yep. And Trevor Simeon will. Yeah. Well, Trevor Simeon, people are, you know, talking about the upside of him from seven years ago. Yeah. Like it's true. Like it's still currently like it still currently exists. Yep, that's fair. Like like Jets fans don't forget that we kicked his ass when he was on the Bears last year in the Mike White game. Hey. You can't you can't talk that shit about about Trevor Simeon. That's your quarterback. Uh, and that Trevor Simeon has a complicated relationship with MetLife Stadium because because Miles Garrett basically decimated his ankle on Monday night in 2019. He he performed a Mortal Kombat fatality on him. Yes, Bird. Why are we talking about a backup quarterback who's not even going to see the field? I don't know. I hear the people. I have the people. Not man of the people here. 
or clapping. Okay, let's move on then. Thanks to a game that's usually on Thanksgiving. Yes, thankfully. To a game that's usually on Thanksgiving but isn't. Um, and that is the Saints and the Falcons. Thank God it's not. In Atlanta. The NFL spared us. Um, yes. So it's our our favorite time of year. We get to talk about the Falcons. Yay! Hooray! Let's I love about, the Falcons. Let's talk about the Falcons first. Go Falcons! Yeah. Go team! Go Falcons. Rise up. F-A-L-C-O-N-S. Falcons. Go. So, uh, your boy Desmond is uh, starting again. I love Desmond Ritter. He's my QB1. <laughs> I love him. Blink twice if you're being held hostage. <laughs> no, you're not sorry, Desmond Ritter. No. Okay. Hopefully my lab people won't get, won't get mad about mad at me for saying that. Yeah. Uh Bijan Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Fire him up. Fire him up. And then Tyler Algier, probably. No. 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 I would not. Nope. I would not. Absolutely not. <clears throat> Drake London. If he plays, he's gonna play, right? Yeah. No. No, I, I honestly, honestly, I wouldn't. Well, he is going to play, but you wouldn't start him. No, no, it, it, it's, it's stinky. It's just, it's, it's, it's so stinky. Like, no, no, you, you th- there are better options out there than, than going down the well of Drake London. No, no, not for me. It is crazy though, that, that stat that you read about him having such a, a large target share in the Falcons uh, offense. Yeah, I, yet, I, I I have to go back and I have to look at that because I just find that so incredibly hard to believe. But that's what Fantasy Life says. That's That was my source on that. He has so many targets, only 40 catches, 474 yards, and two touchdowns. Well, I think it, and it also shows how little they're throwing the ball, too. Yeah, Desmond Ritter has thrown the ball 246 times. Jesus. Although he hasn't started, obviously he hasn't started all the games. But and twenty seven percent of those are going to Drake London. Yeah, I mean some according of that to, is according to fantasy life at least. Well, and some of that is Taylor Heineke also. True. Yeah. True. True. Who is injured with a hamstring yeah. injury, which is probably why they're going yeah. back to the Bearcat. Yeah, and you're not starting Kyle Pitts. Uh, no, not nope, 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 nope. Not. Once again, you you said oh. Adam hates Kyle Pitts. He wouldn't take him in the eighth round. Fuck that. You know what? Why add more stress to your life by taking Kyle Pitts? Adam, you got to live on the wild side. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you play with fire and you get burned. You got to live on the wild side. The wild side? The Arthur Smith doesn't doesn't give a fuck about anything? Yes. Arthur Smith is sorry. I'll say this so you don't have to. I can't to. say it. Arthur Smith, who thinks he's better than everybody, because he's a he's an NFL head coach. And he's like, I know how to use my players better than you, armchair coaches. Yada yada yada. I'm can't talking to avoid. Bird is not. Can't say that. I'm defending Arthur Smith. Okay. I'm defending the Falcons' honor. Oh, 
I see. He's a great head coach. He's going again. What, on vacation? <laughs> I hear FedEx is, uh, is, is, is building a, uh, a new facility right next to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Is he going to be delivering their mail after he gets, uh, after he gets fired as head coach of the Falcons? He's not getting fired. He's going to be the head coach for the next 30 years. Wow. Man, B. Sean Robinson questioning a lot of decisions. And, you know, just not happy. B. Sean. Oh, B. Sean. All right, let's go to the Saints. Let's, go, let's, let's move on to the Saints. Yes, let's move on to the Saints. So are you... I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. So Derek Carr, he's injured. Michael Thomas is injured. He's doubtful. Well, Derek um, Carr might play. Yeah. My, well, Michael Thomas is doubtful. Derek Carr is questionable. Yeah. Michael Thomas doubtful? Oh, what a shock. Yes. It doesn't even say what he's doubtful with. It just says he's doubtful. I think he has... Um... Oh, what the hell did he leave with? Um... Let me guess. Was it a soft tissue injury? I think no. I think it was a knee. I'm pretty sure it was a knee. Oh, knee or an ankle? Yeah, knee, knee. And uh, Derek Carr is in. It's kind of an interesting. Like it's a it's a it reads really weirdly, but I guess it's kind of correct. Is like Saints head coach Dennis Allen said Monday that Carr shoulder remains in concussion protocol. Right, she's got a shoulder injury and he's concussed. Yeah, so it's not great. No, on a short. On, on a, no, wait, no, they play Sunday. They play Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. They of don't mind. play on Thanksgiving. You, you put it in my yeah. head. You said Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving game. I'm like, oh yeah, they play. They play on Thanksgiving. Uh, so he has he has extra time. He's extra time. But if if uh, if Michael Thomas doesn't play, I think you'd fire up uh, Rashid Jaheed. Very very interesting play. Yeah. And watch him get more targets than Chris Olave. I, I, I will, I, Adam. I swear to fucking God, if Rashid Shaheed gets more targets than Chris Olave, I'm going to come on this podcast on Sunday night, and I'm going to be, I'm going to be unhinged. <laughs> I'm going to make sure that that E that we have next to the, the the podcast title, I'm making sure we get our money's worth. All right. Why do you think that Rashid Shaheed is going to get more targets than Chris Olave? I don't, but that's just a Derek Carr. That's me very, being very nitpicky with your boy Derek Carr. Okay. That dude loves to fuck up my life. <laughs> um, and regardless, you're starting Kamara. Yeah. You're starting Olave. And then, that's it. Yeah. Before we before we just move on, um, it's it's kind of a, a big ish week. For Kamara, PPR he's been he's been okay, but you want to see more in the touchdown department, especially three touchdowns in seven games since he's been back. He could see a lot more of the ball because of no Michael Thomas. I think that might be where we see Michael Thomas target share go to that, that, that potentially goes to Kamara, but you you, you want to see more from him for sure. So, a big week, big week uh, on on the come up for uh, for Kamara, and hopefully, hopefully we could see we could see him score. 
Yep. So, next game. This is going to be very exciting. Pittsburgh in Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Exciting. Actually, I'm wrong. This is not going to be exciting. This game is going to be a shit show. This game's going to fucking blow. Everything that oh, was I excited about that. this... Everything that was exciting about this game is died. Died. Died with Joe Burrow's rest. Ugh. It's it sucks. Get well soon. Sweet Prince. Poor Joe Burrow. Joey B. Oh blue eyes. Oh blue eyes. Yeah. My Marvin team. My 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 uh, my dynasty team loves it for Marvin. I know it's Gus Johnson's gonna be going crazy on Saturday. The Don Maserati Marv. You know, I've kind of turned around on Gus Johnson. I used to because I used to just watch highlights. I'm like, man, this guy's kind of like over the top, like too over the top. When you've turned around on Gus Johnson, the entire world has gone the way that you were. <laughs> really? Yes. I don't know. Everybody finds Gus Johnson to be very annoying because every single play. That's true. I love it. I love it. The, the nickname is brilliant. He he's lead into the bit. Oh, absolutely, but, absolutely. And go Bucks, go Bucks. Oh, Hio. But like every announcer kind of does that, except for the nickname thing. Well, Maserati Mars, great. But like every dude, announcer dude be driving more than a Maserati. Yeah. Well, I I would have loved if it was like Marvin the Martian. That would be that's boring. That's that's. Oh, it's boring. not. That's boring. That's terrible. Okay, that's that, that's terrible. On the first one, on the first one is to talk you up, and the first one to talk you down. That's terrible. Uh, I thought it, I thought it was good. So you think Marv, uh, uh, Marv the Martian is better than Maserati Marv? Eh, pro. Well, Maserati Marv it rolls off the tongue more. Maserati Marv is awesome. It's a great nickname. <laughs> Maserati Marv. Uh, we, need to get, we, need to, we need to stay focused. We need to stay fucking focused. Yes, it is funny because his dad had a very low profile in the NFL. What? Never mind. No, don't don't bring that up. No, we're, we're bringing up. All Never. I said was I just want to stay focused. Now we're talking about Marvin Harrison's father. Yes. Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison Sr. Okay, Steelers, Bengals. The Steelers fire Matt Canada. Thank God. And I don't know who the interim is. I don't think they named it yet. But, yeah. So, maybe that'll be different things for Kenny Pickett. Hopefully. Um, God willing. And, you know, the running backs. I think Jim Warren is probably... Is is a better start than Najee Harris. Yeah, I have Warren higher than, than Harris. Harris, my RB33. Warren, my RB25. Although they are both flexes, basically. Oh yeah, but I think for me it's just it's just lower for Warren because he doesn't get enough volume. But what he's done with the ball, when he does get it, he's been sensational. Yeah. Um, and then the receivers. It's just George Pickens and Deontay Johnson, I guess, also, right? Yeah, it's it's just Deontay Johnson. It's not George Pickens. George Pickens is droppable. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's been droppable for 
for the last like week, two, three weeks, he's done nothing. Week, week eight, one for twenty-two. Week nine, two for minus one. Ah, uh, yes. Ten, three for forty-five. Week eleven, four for thirty-eight. He's been awful. Yeah, he hasn't been great. Been awful. He's droppable. He, he is absolutely one hundred percent droppable. Well, as the offense goes, so does George Pickens. And I would just drop George Pickens to pick up Rashid Shaheed for a week if you need a win. Interesting. And you might actually be able to get him back. <laughs> Rashid Shaheed, I have higher in the ranks than I have George Pickens. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, no, I mean after the week. If you if you wanted to get him back, you might be able to. Potentially. Potentially. Pickens is my wide receiver 52 this week. Shaheed is my wide receiver 35. But that's like in a in a really sh- in shallower leagues, right? With Pickens and Shahid, I would do it in twelve. Okay, I would definitely I would definitely consider it in twelve. If you need a win, if you don't need if you don't need a win, then I'd hold on to Pickens. Yeah, I almost like want to see how the offense is with this new guy. I don't think much is going to change after a week. I guess. I mean, I guess the what you think. But then again, but then again, I mean, Joe Brady was able to to magically, you know, fix the Bills' offense in a week after Ken Dorsey was fired. Well, that's the you know anointed Joe Brady, architect of the greatest college football offense in history. Well, he did he did what needed to be done, and that was make sure James Cook gets a lot a lot of work. So, Joe Brady, thank you for your service. Yeah, but he didn't get he learned, the he, ball. He, 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 learned, he learned from getting fired in Carolina when he didn't give Christian McCaffrey the ball. He decided we're going to make up for past mistakes and make sure my running back gets the ball. Yes. Um, and then for the Bengals, who? who? You're, start, you're starting Joe Mixon. You're starting Jamar Chase. Outside of that, there's nobody else. Okay. That includes T. Higgins. Yeah, if he plays. If he plays. Right, if he plays. But I honestly, I don't think I, don't think I would. Well, that makes sense. Mixon and Chase. Mixon, Chase, I have very low in my ranks. Chase, I have my wide receiver 24. And Mixon, I believe he's my RB19. Yes, RB19 for Mixon. All right, next game. Another tough matchup for Bryce Young. And that is the Carolina Panthers and the Tennessee Titans. Although Bryce Young has, I'm sure he's had success in his career playing in Tennessee. I would think. Oh, Rocky Top. Yeah. Great place. Um, we can make this very simple as well. Only Titan, uh, excuse me, only Panther that you're starting is Adam Thielen. Easy enough. I think Adam Thielen also scores this week for what it's worth. And he needs, he needs a touchdown. Big time. Big time. My, my, he's my wide receiver 15 this week. I like him. Solid you know, wide receiver, too. We always say that somebody has to score, but honestly, not all the time. In no, the, Adam Thielen has to score. Yeah, no. He has well, to. He has not scored since week six. Yeah, but like the the Panthers offense is a, is a dumpster fire. They're a dumpster fire, but they're able to put up at least 10 points against the Cowboys. The Cowboys probably have one of the best defenses in the league. Not probably. Definitely. Have, they have one of the best defenses in the league. The Titans, you could throw on the Tennessee Titans, as we talk about week after week after week. This is a get-right game for Adam Thielen. Find his way into the end zone. He's getting double-digit targets, but he's just not doing anything with them in terms of uh, adding 
on top of you know the the nice uh receiving floor that he has this is the week that he changes that he gets into the end zone and he has a nice day adam thielen is a very 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 good play this week all right and then for tennessee good matchup for will levis at home as we've said yeah in in superflex i definitely would consider it uh, i definitely would consider it um He's in the 20 range for the quarterbacks. Yeah, he's 22. He's QB 22 for me. But if you want to, like, if you have a conundrum with, like, Geno Smith and you're not sure whether you want to start Geno against the 49ers, Geno also being banged up, then I would definitely give Will Levis a look. Like, Russell Wilson against Cleveland, I would definitely consider Levis there. Uh, Minshew versus Tampa, I think I'd consider Levis there as well. Those are guys that I have ahead of Levis. But if you were to go with Levis over those guys, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. Um, and you're starting Henry. You're starting yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, 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 big bounce back week for for Derrick Henry. It, a, a monster bounce back week. They the Carolina Panthers have conceded a touchdown to the running back position in every game this year, but two against the Vikings and against the Colts. Derrick Henry scores this week at home versus Carolina. He gets into the end zone. Fire up Derrick Henry this week. A big Derrick Henry week. Yeah, they are second to last in in PPR against running backs the panthers are fire up henry fire him up yeah they gave up three touchdowns to my to miami running backs yeah yes they did and you know yeah that's that's wild um and then like i said hopkins you're firing him up too yeah i'd fire him up i would i would def i would definitely fire him up and uh anybody else no all right. Well, that's easy. Uh, oh, Titans defense? Maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I don't really do DST ranks anymore. Yeah, they're... They're a streamer. They're a streamer. Yeah. You want to hear a weird stat that just came across my uh, ESPN feed? It's about It's about football. Matt Canada is the first head coach or coordinator to be fired by the Steelers in season since 1941. Sheesh. Sheesh. How bad do you have to be? Very. That's got to be brutal. Andy borderline inept. Brutal for his confidence. That's what they always say. The Steelers <laughs> brutal never for fought. his confidence. This guy was getting roasted by the Pittsburgh by the Pittsburgh media and fan base every day. Yeah. Well, it can't get any lower. It's subterranean, his confidence level. That's bad. That's bad. Poor guy. Because the Steelers never fire coaches. They just, you know, retire. They retire or their contracts expire. That's it. They never fire coaches. Right. Um, Okay. Next game, Bucks-Colts. So this is going to be a good matchup. This will be fun. This will be fun. Um, you're starting Baker, the Muffin Man. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yeah, you're start. You're you're starting. You're starting Muffin Man. Yes, and you're starting Rashad White. Yes, he's been on a bit of a heater. Yeah, he's definitely been on here. Three straight games now with at least a touchdown for Rashad White, and he's a, he has a great matchup against against the Colts, who they bleed points to the running back position. I believe they're fourth best. Uh, fourth worst, uh, excuse me. Yes, fourth against, worst against the uh, against the running position. So yeah, 
you uh you, you fire up Rashad White in for a good week. Yeah, they've allowed twenty points and every week since week four. Or I guess including week four. From week four on, they have allowed at least twenty points to the running back position. Fire up Rashad White. So yeah. Although they haven't allowed a touchdown in two weeks. But yeah, that's against the the Panthers and the Patriots. So great yeah, assault. Well, but uh yeah it's a it's gonna be a good matchup um for Rashad White and you're starting Evans yes Godwin is a bit more of a question mark but I still think low level flex play it's if you don't have anybody else and and you fire up Godwin but this is this is Mike Evans show oh where have I heard that before he scored every game this year but three where have I heard this before? I've never heard this before. Man's a god. I love him. Shout out, Mike. Great guy. <laughs> and his schedule, his schedule the rest of the way, too, is awesome. Colts, Panthers, Falcons, Packers, Jaguars, Saints. Ooh, that's a great schedule. It's a great schedule. It really is. And then for the Colts, because I don't think uh, you're... Uh, 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 huh? You'd like to start your good buddy, Kate Auden? I think it's time. I think it's time that we could all stream. Hey, great guy. Love him. I love him. That's my buddy. All right. Love him. Love him. Great guy. My God. I'm staring at a picture of him right now. The smile. God, he looks like Tom Brady a little bit. No wonder why I like him so much. Ugh. I suddenly don't like him for for some reason. Ah, oh, Tom, I miss you. I don't. I love him. That's a great I'm, guy. I'm good. I'll... Man's a winner. Man is just he's just a winner. You know, honestly, I don't really see Tom Brady in this picture. I definitely do. Maybe the hair. I definitely do. In that picture, the squint, the squint is very Bradyish. Maybe the chin. Or like the jaw is a little Brady, but sure. no, sure. I don't really. Whatever. Thanks for making me hate somebody because they look whatever. How the hell could you hate Kate Otten? I don't. I don't. I just, I just Tom Brady. Fuck him. You're, 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 you're a monster. What? I don't like Tom Brady. You know this. This has been well you established. You can't take out your frustrations over Tom Brady being part owner of the New York Jets on Kate Otten. He's actually part owner of the Vegas Raiders. Uh, that's part it, owner that's of the it. New York Jets. Uh, true fact. Part owner of the... I, actually, I don't know if that's been cleared yet. Uh, true fact. He owns the New York Jets. No, it didn't. Shut up. He owns the New York Jets. Let's see. What, what What's Tom Brady's career record against the New York Jets? Why are we doing this? Don't we, have, we have to talk about the Colts. <laughs> oh, oh he, he wants he wants nothing to do with this. I don't. I know that's bad, but thirty. Okay, I'm sorry. Thirty-one and eight against the New York Jets. <laughs> okay, that is a regular season and playoffs. There's regular season and playoffs. Uh oh, he's doing he's doing calculus. 
Aaron Rodgers is eight and three against the Cowboys. Okay, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. Aaron Rodgers owns the Cowboys. I'm I'm man enough to admit it. Okay. Aaron Rodgers owns the Cowboys. I'm well aware. Most people do. And while we're while we're at it, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy owns the Cowboys too. He hasn't lost to him. Will you want me to keep going? Sure. You want me? To, you want me to keep going? Eli Manning is two and zero in the playoffs against the Cowboys. The difference is, I can admit it. I can admit it. Okay. I can talk about it. We have to talk about the Colts. What a weird picture for Aaron Rodgers on uh, StatMuse, but whatever. Um. So you're starting Minshew. You're starting yeah, Taylor. You could trim. Yeah, you're starting Jonathan Taylor. You're not starting Zach Moss. That 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 ship has uh, come and gone. And you're starting Pittman. Yes, yes, starting Pittman. And and you could start Downs too. I think Downs is a very interesting um, uh, spot start in in twelve team leagues this week. Yeah, I guess he is playing. He's on the injury report. It looks like. Yeah, he's healthy. He's definitely healthy. So, um, yeah, cool. And then no Colts tight end. Absolutely not. Never. All right. Speaking of Eli Manning and Tom Brady and Super Bowls and stuff like that, our next game, Patriots-Giants. Ugh. At MetLife. Christ. Yeah. Mac Jones versus Tommy DeVito. Well, we don't know if it's going to be Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi. We don't know if it's going to be Mac Jones. Bailey Zappi or Will Greer against Tommy DeVito. A Patriots quarterback against Tommy DeVito. Yeah, some, somebody, a guy in a somebody. maybe it's a pa- a guy in a Patriots jersey, just a random a fan. It could be. It it, it definitely could be. Definitely could be. I'd be very interested to, to see uh, Bill Belichick's uh, press conference on Tuesday morning, just to see uh, where he's at with whether or not we're going to be starting. Uh, he's going to be starting Mac Jones this week. I, I just don't, I I don't see how you can go back to that. I really don't. Well, after what happened in Germany, I just don't. I, I don't like see it. I feel like he's done. I, yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. And, and how crazy would it be for the Giants to beat the Patriots, and they are the team that potentially gets Bill Belichick fired? Bill Belichick oh. lost two, two of the three Super Bowls to the Giants. And then, and then, that's the team he gets fired because they, because they lose to the Giants. Well, it evens out. Bill Belichick won two Super Bowls with the Giants. True, true, <laughs> true. Fair point. Fair so point. they're they're basically even. Sure, sure. But yeah, you are uh, you're not starting you're not starting a New England, New England Patriot not named Roger Stevenson. Do you really think that if Bill Belichick loses to the Giants, Robert Kraft is going to fire him? No, no, absolutely not. But we're we're at a point now where any Patriots loss could result in that. Okay. Well, that would be ridiculous. It would be. That would it, it absolutely would be. Yeah, because the Patriots want to lose at this point. They're two and eight. They want to yeah. get Caleb Williams if that's going to really help. I don't know. Caleb Williams has been has been throwing up a lot of red flags this year. The, the Caleb Williams slander is fucking ridiculous. He doesn't look great this year. 
Oh, oh my god, oh my god. He doesn't have- USC well. is a mess. I know. They're a mess. Lincoln Riley is an awful coach. That is the most overrated coach in the entire country. I know. Well, we'll talk about it in the summer or spring. Fuck, fuck, fuck Lincoln Riley. But we do have to talk about this game. New yeah, you're, start, you're starting Saquon Barkley and Roger Stevenson. That's it. Okay, cool. That's it. Nobody else. Not even Superflex are you starting Tommy DeVito. All right. The passing Paisan. The passing Paisan. Hey, you said it, not me. I- I'm allowed to say that. Yes. I, can, I, I cannot can, say that. I can say that. Yeah. I can say that. Get Quest of Sonic Lee. I can <laughs> say that. All right. Next game. The best, the best celebration in the NFL. <laughs> it is pretty Everybody great. Everybody knows what I'm doing right now. It's yeah. genius. It is genius. It is genius. And from from one Italian man to another, grazie mille. <laughs> uh, this next matchup is going to be pretty good, as opposed to the last, you know, the last game that we talked about, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars going into Houston to play the Texans. Oh, give me all this game. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm excited. This is going to be a great game. Hell, I wanted them to flex this for Monday night. That would have been... That's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, who wants to see the Bears and the Vikings? Not me. Not me. And if any place that deserves a Monday night football game, it's Houston, Texas. Yeah, it is. Houston, Texas. They're, they're, the Texans are a fun team. I love the them. The I, of, I love them. The state of Texas would get three straight primetime games. Fuck it. Give it to him. With Dallas going to going to Seattle next week or being home against Seattle next week. Give it to yeah. him. Give it to him. CJ Stroud deserves it. But wait, they don't, they don't get three straight punt against. Yeah, Dallas on Thursday, Houston on it would be Houston on Monday. And then Dallas the next Thursday. Don't the don't 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 Isn't there a Sunday night game? No, well, I'm si- never mind. Isn't there, isn't there a Sunday night game? Is there a Sunday night game? Yes! It's the Ravens and the Chargers. Oh, actually, that game is pretty good. Okay, they wouldn't get three straight. The teams from the state of Texas would get guy, three straight. Guy, I just games. forgot about Sunday. No. And and by the way, the Cowboys, the Cowboys not primetime. Niners and the Seahawks are primetime. Well, whatever. It's Thursday. If we're being specific. Non-traditional football days. If we're being specific. Okay. Well, anyway, this game is going to be fun. Yeah, this game is going to be awesome. This game is going to be awesome. That's what we're trying to uh, say here. And you're starting, I think you're just starting everybody that you can think of. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I think you're starting just about everybody. Uh, and also, Calvin Ridley had a dud of a game against the Houston Texans back in week three. Uh, Christian Kirk, he did score in that game. But you're starting both of them. Calvin Ridley is my wide receiver 25. Uh, Christian Kirk, my wide receiver 16 this week. And then Travis Etienne, you're starting him. 
And Trevor Lawrence, he's still on the outside looking in in terms of streaming range for me. Um, I want to see him do it again. I definitely want to see him do it again. And then Evan, Evan Ingram, yeah, fire him up too. Fire him up yeah. too. The Texans, the Texans stink. Stink against tight ends. They've allowed at least at least 50 yards to the tight end position in the last three games. So, start him. Well, Calvin Ridley has only had like two great games this week or this year, right? Uh, Ridley? Yes. Well, I know he, he had, went sicko mode in week one. Then he scored against Atlanta, but I don't think he did anything else. He had and a good game. He had, he had a really good game against Buffalo, but he didn't score there. And then he had the game against Tennessee. So he's had three three games. Three games this year. Yeah. So, eh. But I do kind of agree. You kind of just like, you play the matchup, it's going to be good point, like points all around with these teams. So I, th- I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 worth a shout for Ridley, but go Kirk, but go Kirk. Yep, uh, CJ Stroud, obviously, yes, you're starting. Hell yeah, hell yeah, my guy. Um, Damian Pierce, we don't even we don't know, but I still think you know, as we've seen, it's Devin Singletary's backfield, and that's it. So so what? Who cares? Yeah, basically, <laughs> so what? Even if Pierce plays, I mean, are they are they going to go back to him? No, they're gonna go. They're, they're gonna keep riding with the guy that has two straight hundred yard games. Yeah, you got to play the hot hand. Yeah, yeah. And the, the Texans' offensive line is finally healthy too, and it's showing. Yep, absolutely. And then um, Tank Dell, great guy. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Starting him, Nico god. Collins. He's good as well. Yeah, yeah. Both of them. Both of them are top twenty plays. Collins and, and and Dell. Monitor the injury reports for Noah Brown. Yeah, and if Noah Brown plays in twelve team leagues, I would definitely consider him as an option. And then Dalton Schultz. Yes. Who Dalton Schultz is probably going to score. Yes, and Jaguar is not particularly good against against tight ends either, but against against the name tight ends at least. Um, Kelsey Kittle, they have a lot of touchdowns to both of them, and checking notes. Oh yeah. They also allowed a touchdown to one Dalton Schultz back in week three. That is correct. So, fire him up. All right, next game, Browns in Denver against the Broncos. We are in the 4 o'clock slot. Hallelujah. Yes. Browns-Broncos. Uh, this game, I don't even know at this point. Just the injury bowl. I honestly, honestly, I can make this very quick for the Browns. Yeah. The only Brown that I could consider starting comfortably is probably Jerome Ford. That might yeah. be the only one. Because I, 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 I wouldn't be considering Amari Cooper. I'd want to see it first. And Joku's on the outside of starting range for me. He's my tight end 16 this week. I think I'd want to see it. And the only guy that I'm going to be comfortable with starting is probably Jerome Ford. Yeah. I mean, this is another tough test for Dorian Thompson Robinson. It is. It is. This game, this game screams 13-10. Just like last week. Yep. Just like last week. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be rough. It's a great matchup though for Jerome Ford. 
It really is. Broncos stink against running backs. Yes, they do. And for Denver, it's going to be a tough matchup for them too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cortland Sutton's on a heater. That's definitely uh, in some jeopardy against against Denzel Ward. But you have to start him. Jerry Judy's a flex play. Javante, you're firing him up because Javante is, is volume, if nothing else. I mean, we finally – it feels like we've gotten away from, you know, Jaleel McLaughlin, Sabaje Pirine taking significant work away from, from Javante. I would love to see more in the in the pass catching department from Javante. He's basically been like a two to four catch guy every single week. Um, it's a tough matchup for for Javante for sure, and he's and he's definitely he's definitely lower in in, in the ranks for me this week. Uh, he is my if I could f- uh, find him. Oh, there he is. I mean, he's my RB twenty one. So yeah. he's still in the RB. He's still an RB two. But definitely a, um, a a week where I think I would see what kind of better options I have than 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 Javante. He's just he just feels like a guy that I, I honestly I wouldn't I wouldn't want to start if I had the opportunity to to avoid him. Even though Jalen Warren had a uh, had a good week against him last week, and we saw Keaton Mitchell have his coming out party against him in Week Ten. Yeah, but still, Javante is not. He's just okay. Also, he's mid. No, I think I think Javante is more than mid. I think Javante is more than mid. Yeah, he hasn't scored a rushing touchdown yet this season. No, no, he hasn't. Um, cool. Next up is the Rams and the Cardinals. The Rams always kill the Cardinals, so. Um, this is probably going to be no different. Yeah, I'd also look out for uh, for Mr. Cup. Yes. Well, it's going to be interesting. You know, these are two very different teams in you know the, from the beginning of the season till now. Um. So, who are you starting with the Rams? I'd consider Stafford as a streamer. Definitely. If if Kyron Williams comes back, you fire his ass up. Plain and simple. You fire him up. I think they're going to lean on Kyron Williams pretty heavily uh, in in this matchup against the Cardinals. I mean, last time out when he got hurt, Kyron Williams, 20 carries, 158 yards and a touchdown. That's when he went out. Um, Yeah, you're firing up Kyron. Fire his ass up. Uh, Cooper Cup, day-to-day, it's a routine ankle, ankle sprain, so it's just a matter of does the ankle heal enough uh, for Cooper Cup to uh, potentially go. If he does go, you're starting him. If he doesn't go, it's only better news for Puka Nakua, who we could see go back to the days when he was without Cooper Cup and be this target hog. Um, also, I would, I would look at Tutu Atwell as well if there is no Cooper Cup. Uh, Tutu Atwell could be a very interesting uh, flex play as like a high upside guy who could potentially score here. If there's no Cooper Cup, if if Cooper Cup plays, Atwell's irrelevant. Yeah, and Puka got another injury. You know, he suffered a shoulder injury during the win against Seattle. So that's also something to monitor. 
Yeah. Because Puka all, has been dealing... They're all banged up. Yeah, he's been dealing with, like, five things this, this uh, season. Yeah, he's all banged up. But I, I took I took some heat for what I said about about Puka on uh, on Monday's program. I took some well, heat for that. You did you did say that you were going to. I knew it. I knew it. But it's true. You got right out in front of it. You're like, I know this is a hot take. Well, people in the industry didn't like it too much, but it's the truth. It's it's the God's honest truth. <laughs> we got the wrong guy. Yeah, I guess so. We got the we got the wrong guy. Um, and then for Arizona, Kyler, James Connor, Hollywood, Hollywood, Trey yeah. McBride. Well, maybe not yeah. Trey McBride. Get right game for Hollywood. I would want to, but if you have to, Kyler, you're starting for sure. Connor, you're starting for sure. Um. And Trey McBride, yeah. I Trey McBride, yes, yes. Trey McBride, yes. Trey McBride, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Trey McBride's been great. In a world, in a world where the tight end position we are craving for answers, Trey McBride has been awesome. Two of the last four weeks, over twenty points at the at the tight end position. McBride this week, I believe, is my tight end six. Uh, he is my. On fantasy pros go he's my tight end seven wow tight end seven the consensus has him as a tight end seven well there you go there's your answer um yeah and i guess that's really it if, yep, there's, it. if there's nothing else um a matchup as old as time and by that I mean as old as the 60s. Because that's when these teams were founded. The Kansas City Chiefs going to the black hole in Vegas to play the Raiders. This this will be a fun game. Yes. Yeah, well, Kansas City mad as fuck after what happened on Monday. Oh, MBS. Oh, oh MBS. That's, that sucks. Oh man, he had it right in his hands. He did, he did. But you know what? I'm happy. I'm happy you dropped it. I am happy you dropped it because I really did not want to see Jalen Hurts just having to throw, 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 only being up by less than two points in the guillotine. My heart, my heart would have gave out. <laughs> yeah, that's true. My that's heart what... absolutely would have just just gave out on the spot. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It was uh it's rough. It was rough for him. But you know, good matchup against the Raiders. But... A team that Patrick Mahomes owns too. Yeah. Fire yeah, fire up Mahomes. Fire up Mahomes. Even though even though it's just been sneaky this year for him. Like his receivers I, lead the the Chiefs lead the league in drops. Though. I'll 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 never draft Patrick Mahomes again. Like all right. It was fun. So I guess that means that next year he's going to be great again. Oh, of course. Of course. 100%. I'll, I'll play him week one. He'll come out week one, and he'll have 450 yards and five touchdowns. <laughs> Just like Christian McCaffrey. That one yep. time. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I'll just, I'll just stick with my guy, Christian Kirk. 
Okay. Well, at least it, Christian. It Christian, ride or dies. Yeah, at least you can't curse Christian Kirk. Never. I would never do such a thing. Yeah, it doesn't work. The that's, a be- that's a beautiful boy. Who else are you starting? Travis Kelsey, Jacko. obviously. Pacheco. And I would give Rasheed Rice a look. I would definitely give him a look in deeper leagues, and then of course that guy Travis Kelsey. You can make you can make uh, you can make room for him, even though even though this year it's been kind of like, eh. Definitely not a guy that you spent a second round pick on. Yeah, he's giving you stability, but he hasn't given you that like super seal that super ceiling consistently, like we've seen in previous years. Like he'll still he'll still be a thousand yard guy. He'll still get you, you know, 80, 90 catches, if not more. But it's just been week to week. It's been kind of meh. Well, he also had a pretty bad drop. And a fumble. And a fumble. And a fumble. It's been an off year for a lot of people. Yeah, and of course, the year the year that I have the Kansas City Chiefs, I'm invested in the Kansas City Chiefs, they decide to be ones. <laughs> Fuck them. It's I I said it last night. It's much easier to just hate Patrick Mahomes. It's so much easier. See, that's Tom Brady. It's so no, much easier. No, Tom Brady has never wronged me. Oh well, yeah. I love that boy. Ah, uh, fuck him. Tom Brady has never wronged me ever. I love him. I love him. Bridget Moynihan, Giselle Bunchen, beautiful women. <laughs> Blue Bloods, great program. Blue Bloods is Sports a great Illustrated, program. great publication. Tom Brady is on Blue Bloods? No, Bridget Moynihan is. Oh. We love Blue Bloods. Great program. It is a, it is a good show. A lot of uh, actors from The Sopranos on Blue Bloods. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Bobby. Yep. Bobby Bacala. And anyway, so yeah. So it's easy for the Chiefs. For the Raiders... Yeah. Josh Jacobs. The usual band of characters for the most part. Jacobs, Adams. That's it. Cool. Jacoby Myers, by the way, too. Jacoby Myers, give it one more week, but if he doesn't do anything against the Chiefs, he's droppable. All right. Good stuff. Give it one more week. All right. Well, the last game before Sunday night is um, what, if it wasn't on. CBS, I would have thought that this would be America's game of the week. But it's not. It's Bill's Eagles. But it is going to be great. Yeah, this will be fun. And uh, honestly, this is kind of like, this is an easy one. You're like firing up everybody. You're firing up everybody. Allen. Cook. Diggs. Not Gabe Davis. Not Khalil Shakir. Dalton Kincaid. Even if Dawson Knox plays. I think it's very clear and very obvious now that Dalton Kincaid is the truth. Dalton yeah. Kincaid, as the kids say, is in fact him. Ah. <laughs> he is him. Dalton Himcade. Dalton Himcade. Mm-hmm. That's kind of forced, but it's okay. It's okay. I kind of like it. I kind of like yeah. it. Dalton Himcade. Um, and for the Eagles, firing up Hurts. Thank you. Thank you, Jalen Hurts. Mwah. Beautiful <laughs> boy. Uh, you're starting DeAndre Swift. Thank you, DeAndre Swift. Mwah, you beautiful boy. Uh, you're starting AJ Brown. I think a big bounce back week for AJ Brown. He threw after he threw another tantrum, and look what happens. You throw tantrums the next week. 
you're, you 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 have a good week. So uh, your AJ Brown props, uh, put them in, put them in now before the prices get out of control. <laughs> uh, Devonta Smith, you're firing him up. He had a great game against 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 Chiefs, um, and you're not starting a, a tight end. I think the Eagles definitely did miss Dallas Goddard, though. I, I think there was something that was obviously missing uh, with the Eagles' offense against the Chiefs, and I think that was it. I think it was a Dallas Goddard sized piece that was missing. Yeah. And here we were saying that Dallas Goddard is like a meh, whatever piece of the chief, of the Eagles offense. Well, he actually, is for fantasy purposes. For fantasy yeah. purposes, he's very meh. But for actual football purposes, he's huge for what the Eagles do. He's the glue guy for the Eagles. Yeah, he is the glue guy. He is. He does everything. He runs he runs solid routes. He blocks. He scores. He's, he's the safety blanket for Jalen Hurts, and he wasn't there last night. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, I love it when games are easy. Me too. Next is Sunday night. Ravens making the cross-country trip to LA and SoFi Stadium. This will be a fun game too. Yeah, I think so. This will be fun. I remember the uh, version of this game four years ago, or whatever it was, on Monday night. And... That was like Lamar Jackson's coming out party. Yes. That was in Baltimore. Um, but yeah, you're starting Lamar. You're start. You're riding the Gus bus. You're starting Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham, maybe. I would consider Odell. I would definitely consider Odell with, with no with no uh, no Andrews. And, and as for Isaiah Likely, I mean. You pick him up, but I wouldn't drop. I would not drop significant fab on him. I, I really wouldn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, your rationale last like yesterday is pretty was pretty rational. Yeah. I, I mean, think. it's just like, eh. Yeah. It's whatever. I get it. I totally get it. Um, and then for the Chargers, you're starting Herbert. You're starting Eckler. You're starting Keenan. Um. You know, monitor the injury report. See if. Well, I guess it would be next week if for Josh Palmer. Yeah, it would be next week for Josh Palmer, even though there's been no indication that it is going to be next week. Um, yeah, I would be monitoring Jalen Guyton if Jalen Guyton is going to be out again. Uh, Quentin Johnson definitely deserves a look. Yeah, and then Donald Parham probably. If there's no Gerald Everett, then yeah, possibly. Yep. All right, and then last game: Bears Vikings in Minnesota. Say the line, Bird. Minnesota! Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, for the Bears, Justin Fields had a had a solid game in his first game back. And he's going up against a uh, a poor Minnesota Vikings defense. Yeah, fire up Fields. Fire up Fields. Big week for him. And then, who? Who? A running back. Nobody. Okay. Nobody. 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 Finally, choose one, Khalil Herbert, but I wouldn't want to. And then DJ Moore and who else? Cash. Cash. Fire him up. DJ Moore this week. Cash who? I have, I have him pretty high in the ranks. I have DJ Moore at. Huh. I have. Hmm. I have a wide receiver 23, but I think he should be higher than that. Yeah, I'm moving him up. 
I'm moving him up. I'm moving him up over uh, over Jalen Waddle below Debo. It's my wide receiver 21. Alrighty then. Love these live rankings updates. From yeah, the I mean, from I, mean the I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah, fire up DJ Moore. Love him. Great guy. All right. Cool. And then Cole Komet. Yeah, I think you go back to that well. I, I think you go back to it. It was, a, it was a bad week last week, but I think better days are ahead for, for Cole Komet, especially as Justin Fields uh, gets more gets more healthy. I'd fire up Komet. All right. And then I, I would, the... for what it's worth, I would play Komet over likely. Okay. I likely would play Komet over likely. Uh, I was trying so hard to not make likely puns because I'm like, it's so overdone and played out. It but is. I guess... No, it is. It is. But you know what? I took it there. I took it there. All right. And then for the Vikings, last but not least, you're starting Josh Dobbs. Yep. Madison. As a flex. Yeah, you can. All the reports are that JJ is not going to play until after the bye. That's funny. Like, like I, I said that on yesterday's program. Yeah, isn't it's that, weird. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it is weird. It's very funny. Weird how that works. How information travels. Listen, listen. If, if you listened to yesterday's program, you, you, you would have heard it here first. Yep, that's right. That's what we do here on the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. Newsbreakers here. Yes. Um, yeah, that's that is what it's what it's looking like. Unfortunately, it sucks. It, it, it definitely sucks because my guillotine team would really love to have Justin Jefferson. I don't know if we'll be able to see him. But um, that aside, it means more opportunities for Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne if he plays. But I think, I think the only pass catchers that you're willingly starting here are Addison and and Hawkinson. Addison is a flex play. Hawkinson is a no doubt set and forget tight end option. Yes, I am very happy with drafting TJ Hawkinson this year. He is, but also He's been, been absolutely awesome. In a year, like most years, where tight end has just been a barren wasteland, in the distance I see an oasis. And the oasis is TJ Hawkinson. <laughs> this, dude, this dude has been a top 15 tight end every week but three. Yeah, he's been... That's crazy. I mean, he's... he's... That's with four touchdowns, too. Like, it's not even... It's not even he's scoring. If this dude added more touchdowns, he would be a machine. He has more catches than DJ Moore. Yeah, guy's got 102. Guy's got 102 targets. He can get 100 catches this year easily. Oh, yeah, easily, easily. That's wild. And what's he got to do? Where's he got to do the rest? The rest of the way to get the uh, 100 catches. He's got 75 now. Yeah. Five, 85, 90, 95. He's got to average about five catches a game, and he gets there. I think he could do it. I think I think he definitely could do it. So, yeah. I think he no doubt could do it. And Josh Dobbs loves throwing the ball to him. Yep, which is great. Now, it'll be interesting to see what the dynamic is like when Justin Jefferson is back, if he's back. But Hawkinson could be in line for for a pretty a pretty good game um, against the Chicago Bears, who uh, BTW are brutal against tight ends. Yeah, uh, let's let's. But check. Hawkinson, Hawkinson, for, for what it's worth, uh, had an okay game against them in week six, six for 50. Oh, that game was what that game granted, was like... granted. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins in that game was uh actually drunk. <laughs> that game was in the Twilight Zone. We yeah, can't count Kirk, that game. Kirk was uh Kirk was slugging some bows, he, he just drunk. Yeah, honestly, the Bears have been pretty 
middle of the road outside of some some blips against the Saints and Travis Kelsey and Logan Thomas. Like it's been the Saints. Pretty... The Saints. The Saints. That's I said the Saints. Did I not say the Saints? They play the Bears. No, I'm saying the Bears. The Bears have been okay against tight ends. Is that what isn't that what I said? No, you said the Saints. Oh. Well, okay. Let me rephrase. I'm fuck I'm so fucking confused. This, the Bears have been good against tight have been okay against tight ends outside of a couple blips against the Saints, the the Chiefs, and the Commanders. Uh, oh, I see. I see, I see. Okay. I because I, I was looking at something. I just drowned it out. I just heard the Saints. I was like, huh. Okay. I see. I, I see. I see. I see. Okay. Okay. I was like, am I taking am I am I going going nuts here? No, I thought I was going nuts to be quite honest. Yes. So I was like, I mentioned the Saints. <laughs> but um yeah so it's been pretty good like i don't know the bears it, it could be middle of the road but the vikings are at home and josh Dobbs, like you said loves throwing it to jockinson so yeah be could mean a lot for the team yeah for sure and that's it thank you for listening to this episode of the basement talk podcast fantasy show be sure to submit your questions to the mailbag so Jake and Bird can answer all of your questions before Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah, it'll, it'll be. Hopefully, it'll be a bigger a bigger episode tomorrow. I think, I think that's kind of the plan. I think um, because we have more games, we'll be taking more questions, and maybe it'll it'll be a longer uh, mailbag tomorrow. So, I think we'll probably do that. I think we'll the, the, we'll probably do about 25, 30 questions somewhere somewhere around there. Extend it a little bit. Um, so yeah, submit. Submit your questions for uh, for the mailbag. It'll be a longer one, but uh, because there are more games to cover, we'll uh, we'll expand the mailbag a little bit. Yep, and be sure to leave a five star review and let us know how much you love the Basin Talk Podcast family of podcasts. And for my co-host at Birdsall, I'm Adam Caster. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.